Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I am your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for coming. You are always welcome here. There is a seat for you in the class. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I'm obsessed with you. I'm in your fandom. I stand you. Happy Friday, everyone. We motherfucking made it through another week. And the weeks are like definitely getting better at this point because the weather is getting better. It's almost May. May is like when you can finally take a breath and realize that when you walk outside, it won't feel like you're getting stabbed by a thousand frozen knives anymore. So thank the fucking Lord. Um, I hope you guys have fun Friday plans. Tonight, I'm actually going to a Taylor Swift night at this like club slash theater place and we're gonna dance to taylor swift all night some people are wearing costumes i'm not because i do not have one but i hope i see a lot of people dressed up as taylor swift she has a lot of like passionate fans so i'm sure i'll see some swifty behavior swifty behavior tonight maybe it'll be like a burning statue of scooter baron um who we're actually going to talk about today so we should just get into the topic so we're going to talk about how kid Leroy posted a tiktok exposing scooter baron but it may or may not have been a sham to get more sales so we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about how ASAP Rocky could potentially be cheating on Rihanna and the whole rumors that they split up because he's a two-timing dog. And then we're going to talk about how Jojo Siwa has a horrible relationship with Nickelodeon and how they're homophobic and they're not inviting her to the Kids' Choice Awards. And then lastly, we're going to review the Kardashians Hulu show. Ah, it came out. And if you haven't seen it, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to break down the, all the important things that happened and then my opinion on it and really dissect it and see if it was worth the wait. It is New Music Friday also. We love Fridays on this podcast. And the woman who is 100% that bitch pulling the weight of New Music Friday on her shoulders this week is Lizzo. She dropped a new song called It Is About Damn Time and it is a Lizzo banger. I'm about to play it and she's on SNL this week. So get excited for that tomorrow night. It's going to be a great weekend. Before we start this podcast, if you can just rate this five star on Spotify and apple Podcasts. post a screenshot of you listening to it on your instagram story i will repost it we will chat in the dms i will love you consider posting it it helps the podcast grow and you know we love a grower also i made a playlist on spotify called pop culture university the soundtrack where i put all the songs featured on this podcast on a single playlist so if you're ever listening and you like one but it went by too fast for you to get it go to the pod go to the playlist on spotify and they'll all be there for your enjoyment i have great music taste so I'm sure you'll want to. So it's Pop Culture University, the soundtrack. But anyway, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Pop Culture University. Take your seats. Class is in session. Mm, that's how I feel right now. The greatest fumble in human history may have happened yesterday. And I'm not talking about football. I'm talking about the fact that ASAP Rocky is rumored to have cheated on Rihanna and they are reportedly split up. 
one month shy of her due date. So here's all the motherfucking tea. So the stunning claim comes from two fashion designers that apparently have insight into the industry that Rihanna and ASAP both work in that ASAP cheated on Rihanna with none other than Rihanna's business partner and long-term friend and ASAP's old flame, Amina Maudi. She's 33. She's a Fendi footwear designer. And her and ASAP used to have a fling like a long ass time ago, many years ago before ASAP was ever with Rihanna. It's always someone, you know, these hoes and friends are not loyal. But even more reports claim that Rihanna and ASAP one night this week were out at a restaurant in LA called Craig's, just like enjoying a dinner, being the rich billionaires they are better than all of us. And Rihanna, by eyewitnesses, was seen crying at the table and then leaving, getting up and leaving without ASAP Rocky being the strong woman she is, leaving his ass at the table. And now people are thinking that that was an omen that they are also broken up. Twitter is now going rampant with this information, tweeting a bunch of shit like, how could ASAP do this? Let me read some of the tweets. There were 300 thousand tweets just last night like the internet was completely broke um someone tweeted i do not believe asap rocky cheated on rihanna i refuse to believe he's that dumb someone else said rihanna put asap rocky in the friend zone for almost 10 years so asap rocky got her pregnant and then went for the real love of his life kings don't give up always take your revenge someone else said even serial cheaters don't understand how and why asap rocky would cheat on Rihanna. Like, you have to have two brain cells. You have to have an intellectual disability to cheat on Rihanna. You are sabotaging yourself so much. Like, life was like, you're set for life, not because you're money, but because you're with Rihanna. And you do that, like, that is, someone needs to analyze that form of self-sabotage. But anyway, there were like 300,000 tweets about it. Some people were saying, how can we blame ASAP because Amina is so hot? She is very attractive, but we could blame him because he's demonic. Um, if this was true, I'm not sure like what could possess someone to cheat on Rihanna, but I hope he gets his exorcism soon because I'm ready to cancel him at Rihanna's beck and call. ASAP in the past has said he's a sex addict and has gotten with a lot of people and he's kind of like proud of that, like how many like women he's been with. Many people don't support that Rihanna and ASAP were together even in the first place and thought Rihanna was like settling and maybe wouldn't have stayed with him if she didn't get pregnant. A lot of people also want Rihanna to get with Drake now. There's been so many like Drake memes um, I can read some of those too. I feel like Drake is always getting clowned on social media. Someone said Drake making sure he's the first shoulder for Rihanna to cry on and it's someone like running through the escalator at an airport. Someone tweeted, this is Drake typing out the lyrics to his new rap song about the situation. And it says, seeing all these rumors about ASAP got me thinking about how our Rocky passed and how I could fix it. He chose your footwear designer Amina and now he can't Fendi for himself. They say if the shoe fits, am I right? Our love is strong no matter how many feet apart we are. You don't have to respond, but... So people are clowning Drake. And if this were to be true, hopefully Drake has learned how badly he really wants Rihanna, even though he's kind of like ruined his whole chance with her because of the 2016 VMAs. Maybe he'll see this as his opportunity to slide in once and for all. And Drake is much too emotional to tweet. You know, he doesn't know if the pussy is wet or if he's just crying on it. He's so emotional. So I think Rihanna would be safe with him. So basically, after this whole brouhaha online, people were wondering, is this really true? These sources are from fashion designers um, in the industry that work close with them, but are they reputable? You know, 
they had the whole internet fucked up and they caused this whole stir but really anyone with a slight platform could do that like i could i could and have make crazy rumors like the one about kanye west and jeffree star getting together which i'm still in so many like news articles for and when you google my name that's what comes up and it's so hilarious if you guys didn't know i was like a part of the people who started that um kind of by accident but anyway was it just a rumor because people were ready with their pitchforks and knives to kill ASAP as soon as possible. And they really wanted to know if it was true. So this morning, after the whole fight last night, the godfather of breaking celebrity news, TMZ, finally gave us the info we needed this morning and pulled through as the guiding North Star of pop culture that they are and said that it was not true. They have a lot of sources who have, they've worked with, Rihanna and ASAP, in the past. And love or hate TMZ, they're like right 99.9% of the time and people like really do respect what they say. So people were waiting for their confirmation and they said that their sources said that it is 100% false on both counts and that it is 1 million percent not true. They are fine. So I guess ASAP gets to live another day and keep his head because people really almost dropped that guillotine on him if this was going to be true. Um, Rihanna in the past, like sources from her have said that they will be married for sure. And she's told pal that she wants to be with him forever and that he wants the same and you know, that they're just each other's forever person and they're not settling. So we're going to wish them the best for now and assume that this is all true. So good for him. But this really like broke the internet and real life. We had a party at my apartment last night and like everyone was talking about it. I had a picture of Amina on my phone and someone came up to me and he was like, that's who ASAP Rocky cheated with. And I was like, oh my gosh, like people were really about to kill him. So if ASAP ever does cheat, he will be killed and we'll have to donate his body to science to see what, to dissect his penis, to see what could possess someone and what brain they're thinking within their penis to really cheat on Rihanna. So anyway, congrats to those people for getting their 15 minutes because they were lying and trolls. What can we learn from this? Never, ever cheat it is the most scummy gross disrespectful behavior that a human can do breaking the most sacred of trust between two people i know we talk about it these people in hollywood cheat all the time but cheating is really like the number one thing that you should not do in a relationship and just for your soul there's so many ways to just not cheat like breaking up with someone if you don't like them or not committing to a relationship like drake does like drake is a hoe and he loves that so just don't commit if you're gonna cheat and even though asap was in the clear this time he should know that the truth will always come out and you guys should too. So don't cheat because you will play yourself and not only ruin your chances with someone great, which it will not be worth it for, and you will ruin your reputation and your life. loud lesbian legend jojo siwa oh my god that should be the name of her new llc her new brand anyway loud lesbian legend jojo siwa and her fans have a bone to pick with nickelodeon yeah with the whole children's network so the kids only choice the kids favorite person of all time even more than santa motherfucking claus is jojo siwa and she was not invited to the kids choice awards by nickelodeon she shared this video after there was an outpour of support from her fans wondering why she was not going they were pissed 
some of her fans are too young to have Twitter and are not going to tweet ex- explicit things, but they made themselves known. They were very mad that their queen was not there. Anyway, she posted this to let them know why. A lot of you have been asking me why I'm not at the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards tonight. And the answer is very simple. I wasn't invited. I'm not sure why, but I just didn't get an invite. Yeah, she gave the puppy dog voice and puppy dog eyes. And, you know, that was really just the Nickelodeon coming out of her, though. She had to be, like, politically correct and sweet, even though she was, like, voicing herself against Nickelodeon and exposing them. You know, she couldn't be like, fuck Nickelodeon, fuck Dan Schneider. That man's obsessed with feet. He's a pedophile. I'm Jojo motherfucking Siwa. How the fuck are you not going to invite me? Fuck you all. I'm Jojo motherfucking Siwa. Do you know who I am? You will rue this day. I'm taking me and all my fans with me. You know, she couldn't say that. She just had to be like, guys, I'm not invited. And then she put in the caption of her post. A lot of you have been asking why I'm not at the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards tonight. And I don't want you to think it was my choice not to go. I simply didn't get an invite. I feel like a lot of kids don't like when their favorite child stars grow up and it like makes them sad seeing them change and everything. And Jojo Siwa is like such a force in the kids market and the kids love her. And she really has a super, super kid friendly brand. Like these other celebrities, Hannah Montana, Selena Gomez, they didn't really have like huge kid friendly brands. They just happen to be Disney stars. But Jojo is like for the kids, by the kids. Like they love her, seen her since she was like five. So they don't want her to like abandon them yet and feel like, oh my God, Jojo's is not coming to the kids choice awards. Like we're not like ready to lose her. They're her favorite. So she really wanted to let them know like, hey, I just wasn't invited. Like they just didn't want me there um yeah she wasn't invited despite having worked with nickelodeon so closely on like her movie musical and um things like that and she was nominated that night she was nominated for best social music star dixie d'amelio flop heteronormative flop dixie d'amelio won the award um but jojo got a lot of like celebrity support Paris Hilton commented, Kerry Washington commented, Olivia Jade said their lost sweetness, Avery Cyrus commented, um, Snooki commented, what the fuck Nickelodeon, I'm going to write a note, and we know when Snooki writes notes, Sam and Ron, no, hell will be had if Snooki writes a note, that's even worse than when a Karen writes a note, so everyone seemed to be on her side, um, a lot of like people were tweeting about it that Someone said, the only year that Jojo Siwa didn't get an invite to the Kids' Choice Awards is when she comes out and cuts her hair, question mark, question mark, sus, at Nickelodeon. Someone else said, Nickelodeon not inviting Jojo Siwa to the Kids' Choice Awards is crazy considering they wouldn't even be there if Jojo Siwa wasn't paying their rent. Both of those are so exactly true. Could not even say them myself. Jojo Siwa carries that network on their back and the kids eat the fuck up out of anything she does. I still don't really get why, but that's not important it's like not inviting Wiz Khalifa to the smoke sesh it just doesn't make sense now Jojo Siwa and Nickelodeon actually have past beef as you guys know Jojo Siwa came out as a queer in April 2021 saying that she does have a girlfriend and then in September 2021 things start to kind of like go awry with Jojo and Nickelodeon that previous year she worked on a movie musical with them and things were going great and they were working together fine until Jojo Siwa tweeted this in september she said i go out on tour in january my movie musical was just released with six new original songs that she wrote nickelodeon told me i'm not allowed to perform and add any of these songs from my film into my show these are my songs my voice my writing does this seem fair and then she said there's no reason that this music should not be included working with a company as a real human but only being treated as a brand is fun until it's not 
So a lot of people see like all these beefs going on with Jojo Siwa and Nickelodeon as like Nickelodeon distancing themselves from Jojo Siwa ever since she came out as queer. They like no longer want her to like be the face. They she no longer fits the mold that they want them to. It's absolutely disgusting. And ever since she like cut her hair a few weeks ago, she has, you know, a shorter, more masculine haircut now. People are saying it's like the butchification of Jojo Siwa. They probably don't want her at the Kids Choice Awards even more but there's just no excuse not to have jojo see with the kids choice awards i would love to know their reason because nickelodeon has not come out and said anything since the outpour of support for jojo but when they probably do it'll probably be along the lines of the d slur you know what i'm saying um this is like that don't say gay bill in florida where parents don't want their kids to be exposed to like anything lgbt out in public and if it's like not in the home and i don't care if jojo does not have anything to promote or any like reason to necessarily go that night you should invite her just for the reason alone that she's a beautiful representation of a queer woman for young girls to look up to they have this golden nugget in their hand of a role model to show these kids and they don't use it the first year after she comes out it seems like censorship like if they aren't going to use jojo who would they use my generation of nickelodeon like we had like miranda and jeanette victoria amanda ariana they were all amazing we love them. They slayed. They they gave us what we wanted to. You know, they serve cunt, but we just didn't get the reputation, the representation from them that I think our generation could have used, and JoJo could have fulfilled that slot. So anyway, JoJo's in a new relationship. They're they're just mad that JoJo gets pussy, and they don't. JoJo said she's in a new relationship, so she has love. Her life is looking up. She said she's so happy right now, but I just wish this was going better for her. Wait, also, can you guys believe that Caitlyn Jenner doesn't support the... Or no, she does support the Don't Say Gay Bill. She's on Fox News as a correspondent now, and she was, like, preaching to the viewers that they should support the Don't Say Gay Bill, and, like, school shouldn't be allowed to, like, show any form of, like, LGBTQ representation because that's just for the home, and that's, like, not something that should be taught in schools. And Caitlyn thinks it, like, gives power to the parents, but... Caitlin, like, do so, like, can your name not be said in schools, Caitlin, since you're like an LGBTQ icon? It just seems so fucked up to me. And then there's so much homophobia still in the world. So, anyway, what can we learn? Gay people are going to be here whether you like it or not. They're here, they're queer, get used to it. Censoring gay people from taking their spot in society is homophobic. Not saying gay, it's homophobic. And we should, we should not support bills and companies that do such a thing like that. So, if that means dropping Nickelodeon, I think that we should do that and we should show support for Jojo in this situation. Pride is all year round, not just June. And it's not just for virtual signaling. It's about actually being there for LGBTQ rights. They point out the colors in you. I see them too. And boy, I like them. I like them. I like them. We went too far to partake in all this hate. We are here vibing. We vibing. We vibing. Before we continue on with the show, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about Noom. 
Numi's is the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves, to fit to other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to just find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards goals at a pace that's comfortable to you. Noom Weight makes it easy to get your weight loss journey started and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom Weight users finished the program and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for more than a year. So start building healthier habits. For long-term results, sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe b-l-e-a-v so justin bieber's bestie kid Leroy got the internet talking yesterday for a certain tiktok that he posted um if you don't know kid Leroy, he's like kind of new kind of been here for a second in the music industry he has the song stay with justin bieber i know it changed I told you that i never could i need you to stay I need you to stay stay that's him so he is about to come out with like a new song, maybe the start of a new era. He's trying to keep this new career of his going. So the new song is called um, Thousand Miles and the lyrics are like, here goes another mistake, another mistake. And he made a TikTok t- kind of promoting it because it's coming out next week with the caption, show me your last mistake and use this sound. But on his video, he put a picture showing his last mistake and his last mistake was apparently, according to him, Scooter Braun, who is also Justin Bieber's manager and has a big reputation for being an asshat in the industry. Let me just play the song clip a little. It goes another mistake, and I'm gonna make, and I'm gonna make tonight, and I will never change. So in that video, that's just the song playing and it just says, show me your last mistake. And it's a picture of his face, Kid Leroy's face, and then a picture of Scooter Baron's face. Now, this was getting people excited because people already hate Scooter. They hate Scooter for many reasons. The Swifties hate Scooter. The Arenators hate Scooter. Madison Beers fans hate Scooter. Um, he like took Taylor Swift's masters behind her back. He's super shady. He's an asshole. He is bad motherfucking news like i truly think if a swifty saw him in the street like he would be dead like they would behead him it would not be good um so people were like wow like scooter Braun must have fucked over another person like this asshole strikes again we hate him and they were getting ready to cancel him even more and then it was revealed that this whole tiktok made by scooter Braun was actually just a ploy to promote the kid Leroy's song even more because Scooter Braun thinking he's this mastermind behind the scenes puppet master did a text conversation between him and the kid Leroy saying that he should use it and that it's all a sham and that he sent uh, the kid Leroy a text that said people are calling from media thinking you and I got real beef others asking what it means clever move I like it Ew, clever move he's so annoying he's so he's 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 like a nerd that's like playing chess and it's like a like a geek and 
sniffling and fixing his glasses but he's actually just a dick he's so annoying then scooter put over the text conversation that he posted for those asking about the beef and my friends who are wanting to go hard or people who are mad at me don't believe everything you see on the internet make sure you check out the kid Leroy's new upcoming single he is so annoying to me scooter braun is equivalent to like when you like are riding a scooter and then the razor scooter like hits the back of your ankle and it's like literally the worst pain it's like even worse than like a heartbreak or like death like it's just the worst pain in the whole world like that's what i would compare scooter to like and imagine being such a dick that you can use your massively shitty reputation to promote music off of it he's like hey the kid Leroy, so many people hate me that if you post this they'll all listen to your song all my haters will stream it and it would probably go number one because that's how many people hate him. And it's still like early in Kid Leroy's career. So Scooter can't fuck this up with him. So he's pulling out all the stops to help him, even if it means destroying himself. But you know, he's, he's already destroyed himself. Scooter is low key seen as like one of the best managers though. I don't know why Justin Bieber likes him, but obviously he like built Justin Bieber and like discovered him and Ariana Grande signed to him. But he filmed the bag with a lot of people too, like Madison Beer and Carly Rae Jepsen. Like Carly Rae was just as big as the Kid Leroy in the beginning of their careers. But he just wasn't the manager that he should have been for her and her popularity declined. And like Arna Grande has had to fire him before because they have had beef and Arna Grande is not one to be fucked with. So I love that she fired him. She like rehired him, but that's a whole other story. But anyway, hopefully this will work out in Kid Leroy's favor because working with Scooter Braun is a choice, but I guess it's working because we're talking about it. So damn you, Scooter. you guys america's royal family is back on television the kardashians premiere finally happened on hulu we've been waiting forever i feel like i had to wait longer for this show than i had to wait for my first kiss but it is finally out and i'm going to do a little bit of a recap and then tell you my opinions on the whole show the whole new format um if i liked it if i think it's better or worse than the last show and if i think it will last so let's just start with what happened on the show it was about like a 50 something minute premiere so pretty standard episode um i stayed up so late to watch it even though i had class the next day and even though i had things to do that was my number one priority you know i prioritize the kardashians and so does the rest of the world so it started with like a little catch-up of the past 15 months of their lives and there was like really cool like expensive drone footage of them like there's not just like a camera crew and like a man shoving a camera in their face that they probably like yell at behind the scenes like there's now drones like it was expensive it was a really cool intro it was like a choreographed like scene flying through everyone's houses and their offices that led into a little catch-up and courtney said that she was so annoyed that the cameras are back which i mean i feel like courtney is already the star of the show again and then it went to them all going to kim's house for a barbecue for like the big opening event i don't like that they like like the kardashian the keeping up with the kardashian show started with like an anniversary party for chris and caitlin or like at the time bruce and they had to like pretend that they weren't throwing the party just for the cameras but now they like don't even pretend that like they're not doing it for the cameras they were like hey we're all coming to kim's house to film the first episode like they're very open about that and i love that they just like don't pretend like that these events are really going on and at this big filming barbecue lunch party at kim's house they said that they all forgot to invite scott 
to the opening, which is like Scott's worst fear because he always said that they're going to forget about him after the keeping up show was done and he has no other family. So he didn't want to lose them, but they all forgot to invite him. Um, but Courtney said, don't feel bad for him because he's still scum and she's given him enough. And I really don't think you guys should feel bad for Scott because also in this first episode, they confirmed that the Scott's that the DMS between Scott and Courtney's ex-boyfriend Eunice where Scott DM'd him to talk shit about Courtney and Travis kissing in like public, like they do all the time, were real. And Courtney was like, don't DM my ex-boyfriends. She said, that's despicable. And Scott actually said he wanted to apologize to Travis for it. And Courtney will not be inviting him to places. Um, the next like big part of the episode was that this was like actually fucking crazy. And I talked about this on the last podcast episode, but they actually caught the scene where saint was playing roblox and saw an ad for kim kardashian's second sex tape on his screen and he like ran over to her in front of the whole party and was like laughing his ass off and he was like mommy look look and it was a picture of her crying face with an ad that said if you click on it like you'll get like kim kardashian's like second sex tape and i it it was just like wilding to see like wilding out with nick cannon it was crazy and kim like got on the case she was calling people from roblox and trying to get it handled and we'll talk more about that but she also said that she's sick of society trying to make her feel bad for making a sex tape and she won't feel like that anymore which i love like there's literally nothing to feel bad about for and she's sick of like being slut shamed and like people saying that she's this you know person who just got famous off of a sex tape and a whore and everything like that so i love that she said that and then she kind of talked about snl and the hate she got from other comedians and that how pete kind of helped her they weren't dating at this point but she gave like a little nugget of how she saw pete at the met gala and he gave her some advice but obviously they met at snl so they weren't dating yet but it was a little bit of foreshadowing and then she said that they considered having kanye as her musical guest would so be like kim Ye hosting snl which i think would be cool and i'm kind of upset that they didn't like it'd be cool for the kids to see their mom and dad and that would have been like the most viewed snl episode of all time kim Ye on the show like would have broken the internet would have like literally shut down televisions because so many people would be tuning in and i'm surprised they didn't give that to us but kim kind of said she wanted it just to be her own thing and like want something for herself and didn't want this accomplishment being overshadowed by kanye and everything and then the other big thing was that chloe and tristan were talking and they seemed to be on like a good page when this started and you know they were going back to couples therapy and chloe said that tristan is very determined to get back together but obviously that was not gonna last and then the episode ended with kim calling her manager marty singer like screaming at him like this new sex tape is about to leak ray j's manager is gonna leak it what can we do and then she gets on the phone with kanye and she absolutely breaks down crying and i'm gonna play that for you now it's crazy it's not okay though it's not you know on roblox you know say it was on roblox yesterday and a thing popped up and he started laughing and I was like mommy look and it was a picture of my cry face and it was a game that someone made of Roblox and it said Kim's new sex tape I know right that was like the last scene it's absolutely batshit crazy but that was the end of the first episode so I'm just gonna review give my opinions on it first of all i thought the episode was so good i thought it was like definitely worth the way i thought they gave a lot of drama and actually a lot of the storylines leaked like we weren't supposed to know about the whole sex tape with saint thing leaking um before so they really did open up more if the storylines weren't leaked it would have been better um my like one of my thought processes is like why did she start crying when she was on the phone with kanye like she was not really crying with everyone else being really calm with everyone else and then she just plays this like damsel in distress role with kanye and 
it's just crazy to me. Maybe she knew that Kanye could like save the day. So she was like manipulating him or something. But that was the first time we saw Kim like play like the damsel in distress role. So that was kind of interesting to me seeing her get so emotional and kind of like helpless like that. We've never seen that side of Kim. So hopefully they'll reveal more like that. Um, I like that their conversations were more casual. Like it didn't seem so like set up like a reality show. Like even at the restaurant, we got to see exactly what they ordered. And they talked about like how they're foodies and what food they like and like how they clean out their houses and their playrooms and everything like that and their, their daily schedules like i like that it kind of gave me real housewife vibes but i wish they filmed more like the real housewives because the real housewives have so many hours of extra footage because they're just filming all the time like it's very real they're really capturing their real lives and you can tell just by the excess of footage that they have that they don't use so i wish the kardashians like filmed more but you can tell they like schedule their filming days and like when they're going to talk about things so um i like the direction it's going in though and i feel like they it was a little bit more stripped down in that way. And it was more of like a docuseries slash like reality show. Whereas keeping up was just like all reality show. And I really liked that. And we've already seen more of the kids. Like they had multiple conversations with rain and Saint, obviously with that whole thing and like North and we got to see their personalities more. And I'm glad that they're letting down that wall and they see that their kids are okay with being on camera. And as they get older, like Mason's like 11 or 12 or something, like he's really getting up there. We saw a little bit of him. So I'm loving seeing the children and i like that but also i'm disappointed that there was a lack of kendall and kylie but like they never really pulled their weight on the show so i was not surprised that they really weren't on it much kim said that kylie was prettier this pregnancy than her last one and i'd be like bitch the, the fuck you saying i'm not pretty like i'm gonna go get more plastic surgery if i was kylie so i thought that was funny and then i also thought it was like a a little omen that they talked about the sex tape on season one episode one of the keeping up show and now they're talking about her second sex tape on season one episode one of the kardashians hulu show and i'm kind of wondering like was it staged for drama like was the whole thing real or fake but i don't know i don't think it is because in the preview we see that there's so much more that's going to unfold with this sex tape so i am excited to see the rest of the season but was it really that different from keeping up i'm gonna say kind of not super different it was in like the stylistic uh nuances of the show and like what they talk about but i kind of felt like i was just watching an episode of keeping up so i appreciate the changes they made and i think they were for the best but i don't think it was like a world of difference but i would say it's definitely a must see i'd rate the episode like at least an 8 out of 10 like probably 9 out of 10 it was so amazing to have our favorite family back and get to feel like you're in the Kardashians, even though, you know, we are nothing of the sort. There's so much better of us, but it was fun, like, pretending that like, we have that parasocial relationship and we're friends with them again. And I'm going to be recapping all the episodes, so don't you worry. And if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Anyway, thank you for joining me on Pop Culture University today. I hope you had an amazing time and are equipped with some tea to go spill with your friends and got some cute little nuggets of information to take with you i hope you have an amazing weekend you beautiful little human you treat yourself this weekend you deserve it um take some time off don't be so stressed out do something that's going to make you happy summer's coming up so there's so much to look forward to so just get through every day one at a time and take deep breaths and just do something that gets you through the day and makes you appreciate life um, again, I'm going to T-Swift night tonight. That's going to make me appreciate life and make my day so much better. So 
Can't wait for that. I'll see you guys on Monday. Before you go, make sure to rate this podcast five stars on Spotify. You're already here. You may as well do so. And Apple Podcasts, rate it five star. Screenshot it. Post it on your Instagram story to let everyone know this amazing podcast you listen to so they can also know the tea and help push the podcast out so more people know about it. I'd be so appreciative. But until Monday, I love you and I will see you guys later. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.